Welcome to KGXT, Gen X Talks podcast live from Central California. Making plans with the boys. I'm gonna hit the town. Yeah, I'm gonna make some noise. I'll push past the It'll get, if you don't want to talk to me about stuff, I'll press the fuck. I know, I know we're, it's late. I yes. know you want to do it early. You want to get it over with. You're in a huff, but you know what? You shouldn't be acting this way in front of the fans. You should never Wait. say, let's get this over with. Fans aren't even here. They're here. I've been recording this whole oh, time. I hate when you do that. <laughs> I hate when you do that. Oh, hello, everyone. Water break. Oh, drink, 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 drink. I'm telling you something you don't know. For the past two hours, I have been feeling sick to my stomach, and I, I don't know why. And then the kid comes in. He goes, you know what? I've been feeling sick to my stomach, too. I think it's all the junk I ate at Disneyland. And I said, well, what's my problem? I, I thought he was going to say we both ate something. Like, we both ate the pizza. Now we're both sick. We both right. did something. Now we're both sick. So he's like, oh, my God. I've been sick, too. I said, oh, even why? He goes, I think it's all the junk I ate at Disneyland. I said, well, then what's my, what's my excuse? He goes, well, you're just broken. <laughs> you just, you're just old. Maybe that's it. You're just broken. You know, he, you know, he, he uh, you're going to smack him when he walks by next time. You know what he said? I can't even imagine. <laughs> he comes by the other day and he's been, he'd been working in the yard doing some stuff and he comes by and he's just barely moving. I said, are you okay? Cause at first I was concerned. I said, are you all right? He goes, oh, my back, my legs, this guy's just killing Already? me. Already? Yeah, and I go, well, he goes, well, I just, I, I just did some stuff. I'll be fine. I think it was just a lot of work. I'll be okay. And I said, all right, you know, concerned dad. And he goes, just feel like I got the body of a 40-year-old man. <laughs> <laughs> I said, what? He goes, yeah, you know, when you just feel old. And I go, I'd kill for the body of a 40-year-old man. What are, you, what are you talking? Oh, man, I want to whoop his ass so bad. Yeah, he has <laughs> no idea. So uh, let me start by letting you know that today's podcast is brought to you by Loud Trouble LLC. Coast-to-coast movers, big stadium-type events. They will not be pulling your little red wagon across town with your yard sale stuff. No, 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 no. They do the big stuff. So don't call them for little stuff. Call them for the big stuff. Of course, that means you have to own something like Anaheim Stadium. (laughs) You got to own something that big. (laughs) Wow, that was pretty good. You know, I think they do concert stuff, too. I wouldn't be surprised. Because that's a huge thing. You got like six trucks of, of stage equipment, you yeah, know? Exactly. Anyway, big guy, big trucks, uh, big stuff. And uh, thanks for sponsoring the podcast. Um, I, and before we begin, yes. I think I would start with a gesture since we've a gesture since we've done the contract renewal. Yes. And I'm still a little fuzzy on some of that, but I did sign it. There's, there's nothing to be fuzzy about. Well, I'm, I've got an ace in my pocket that I'm holding back because you're going to say something like, like the other day, you got mad because we agreed in the contract renewal that the thermostat should be where? 70. Okay. And you got mad that it was at 68. Correct. However, you had just told me to, the, it's really, the humidity is really high in the house, honey. If you want to turn on the AC, you can turn on the AC to get rid of the humidity. Now- 
I didn't say a temperature. I no, said the that's humid. right. But it was already at 70. So the only way to make the air conditioning come on is to turn it lower. Whatever. That's true. Then you show me next time because I don't believe you. Well, you don't have to believe me. You got ver- your version and I got the truth. Uh, no, no, I have the truth. That's just, okay, that's one. That's okay. one that I think. 70 degrees, no I, lower. Then don't tell me to turn on the air when it's already at 70. Then don't lie to me. I, you, I didn't lie to you. You did this. You you did this whole thing. I didn't see that. You can't prove it. I was sitting. I don't have to prove it. I was sitting quietly and you came up to me and said, there's a lot of humidity in the house. Go ahead and turn on the air. And I'm like, all right, I'll turn but it I on. I don't know what the temperature That's was. That's your problem. No, it's not. <sighs> Here's the other one. Here's oh, the other. Here's another one. There's. It's true. You're going to say, and I know you've been stacking the deck against me. You're going to say, you know, you broke the part of the contract. You're leaving, um, you left some dirty clothes in the bathroom on the bathroom floor. That is correct. And on the floor near your side of the bed. No, I'm picking those up all no, the time. Con- yes, I am. Okay. However, I specifically went out of my way during contract negotiations, and you can check the live stream, check with Mrs. Forwatton. I'm sure she wrote it down. I would not leave dirty clothes on the bedroom floor. Didn't say anything about the bathroom floor. So when you throw out the bathroom floor to try to manipulate this situation, I I, I have a loophole. I'm going to go listen. You're going to have to. I did that on purpose because I know you. I know you. Shit, I'll just kick it over into the bedroom. <laughs> You've got a loophole. I've got a loophole. You can't throw my clothes on the bedroom floor and then blame oh, me yes, I can. that I broke the contract. Hell yes, I can. That's bullshit. Hydrate. Yeah. Uh-huh. Oh, okay. <sighs> okay, hydration over. So other than those things, I just wanted you to know that you are looking absolutely beautiful today. Wait, you are whoa. lovely. Whoa. Whoa. What? Whoa. Just take the compliment. No. You either did something stupid or you want something stupid. I'm not exactly how sure. How, how, how come it can't that? just be that I'm complimenting you on how no, beautiful you look? No, because I told you I'm feeling really frumpy today. And that's maybe so. that's why I was trying to tell you that I... No, I'm I don't buy it. Not buying it. So if I, if I give you a compliment, I'm either, I either did something stupid or I want something stupid. 90% of the time... All men do that. <sighs> I was just trying to cure your frumpiness. What do you want? No, I'm good. What I'm a- did you do? <laughs> didn't do anything. I don't know. I'm just saying. You might as well just tell me because I'm going to find out. I don't know. You don't know if you did something stupid or you don't know <laughs> if, if you you're want gonna, something. Or if you're going to find out. <laughs> I don't, I'm not so sure you're going to find out, so I might be okay. It always comes back around. Okay, I made a mistake, but it was literally an honest mistake. Keep going. Okay, I, I paid off your Amazon card all the way to zero. Thank okay? you. I appreciate that. And then I was going to use, I was not going to charge on it. Remember, I was going to try to keep it at zero. Yes. I made um, a rather substantial purchase, and I thought I had clicked on my credit card, my Capital One card. And then when I was looking at the order today to, to review some stuff when it's coming, I put it on your card. What? I didn't, I swear I did not mean to. Oh, right. <laughs> I did not mean to. Oh, right. And I knew because you're like, we agreed that we paid these things off. We weren't going to go in debt again. We weren't going to use them again. And here I go. <laughs> the very well, I ne- guess you owe me some money. 
I well, do you take credit cards? Do you take no. Capital One? Gosh. I don't have any. I don't have another way to pay for it other than the credit card. It's all I've got. It was supposed to go on the credit card. You see the conundrum I'm in? Do you see? Unbelievable. I can't give here. Take the take my credit card. Swipe it. Take the money. Unbelievable. I'm one just, day. One day. One, it was one day. One day. We, I made it 24. Off the balance, <laughs> and then you spent. You couldn't even go like a no, few days. I went one day. I made it 24 hours for sure. I knew you did something. Hey, stupid. so we got, I did write a note. I know we don't do notes on our podcast very often, but there was a person who wrote in one of the comments and said, hey, ask your parents this. So I did take that for the kid, and I wrote it down. Um, there was three things, and one of them was, do you remember your first time trying to learn how to ride a skateboard? Yes. Okay. I'll tell two. I'll tell mine too. Go ahead. What What was your story? Well, the funny thing is, is that the Sun Valley Fox had a skateboard. Your brother. So yeah. my brother. My brother did. And I think it was a homemade job, you know, with trucks and wheels. And yeah. it was made out of a board. Right. Like we're talking in the 70s, <laughs> like way before. And I do believe trying to ride that thing, and it was pretty awful actually because they weren't urethane wheel no. it was like trucks from probably skates or something like there were metal day. wheels and yeah stuff. yeah so that wasn't fun did did he teach you how to ride it or um well because he surfed yeah so kind of going from a surfboard to a skateboard he kind of did he kind of did he teach you how to do it um i think so i think he did See, we were buddies back in the day yeah it's like when he was like 19, a teenager, I was about five. Oh, six. you were a chick magnet for him. Of course. Yeah. Yeah. I had, and I don't remember if anybody's even going to remember this, because in the early 70s, there were really professional boards, but as soon as people really started taking up skateboarding, like down in Santa Monica, and companies were producing skateboards back in LA, there was also Toys R Us skateboards oh yeah the plastic ones they were thick <laughs> plastic they were narrow yeah they had a point on one end and you could barely they were barely as wide as your tennis shoe that's what this one was it was thin yeah it was thin i think he made it like and this. my friend down the street john he john ross or john johnson went to village with him he lived down in the end of the street a couple houses down he got a yellow one and i got a blue one <laughs> on christmas day and i remember both of us trying to learn how to ride a skateboard. We'd never been on one. And we're out there right after Christmas trying to figure out how to ride. It's not fun on asphalt. No. Either. It, and the other thing is, do you remember when you'd ride down this, the sidewalk and there'd be just a big enough yeah, gap in the, the sidewalk? You're going down to go, you. yeah, go click, 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 right. click, 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 until you hit one just that the California wide. earthquakes had offset <laughs> just a little bit. And you'd launch. Yep, you'd Your launch right over the... would stop and you'd go keep going and go... God, <laughs> without notice. So I, sometimes you're picking up speed. No, I know. And we tried it. We tried. We got okay at it. But you couldn't do any tricks with these cheesy little. But we weren't doing tricks. We no. Just, it was just a gateway to go somewhere. But I like, thought I was cool when I learned how to do a 180. Ooh, oh, yeah. I was a 180 spin. kind of guy. Yeah. Well, half spin, not a full circle. Right. Couldn't do a 360, but I could do a 180 wow, like a mad dog impressive. in fifth grade. Yeah. Um, the other one was, uh, describe your, your first time trying to drive a stick transmission. Um, do you want to go or me? Um, I'll go. I actually, my first car that was officially mine was a 1978 red Pinto <laughs> and, uh, it was a stick. It was a four cylinder stick. A Pinto? Shut up. It was not exactly the chick magnet. 
Pinto. I will go on record. Does that stick? Yeah. Oh. I will go on record right now letting the whole world know, and you, I never got any action in that Pinto. I'm not surprised. <laughs> <laughs> not surprised. Not even going to double look N- on that nope. one. Sorry. <laughs> nope. Um, I kind of learned interesting how to do a stick. Okay. I, there, my dad drove a 68 VW Bug. And which you, your first car was? Was that car. Was that car, yeah. But I used to sit in the passenger seat and my dad would drive and he would do the pedals. So he would drive pedals and I would do the stick shift. So he taught me how to do stick with just learning the sound of the vehicle first. So you, engine. yeah, you just listened and shifted yeah. the gear shift. Okay. That's pretty so cool. So he did. So we did that for, I said, think probably when I started like 14. So by the time I was being, got behind the wheel at 15 and a half or whatever, right. I had got the whole H down and sure. had it. Then I just had to put the two together. Yeah. So that was kind of cool. So I had learned from watching Steve. Remember my friend Steve from he went to Village yes. and he was one of my best friends growing up and he had a stick. He had a bug, 68 bug. His was blue, metallic blue. I remember it. Yeah. And he I just I w- he was driving before me and I would watch him. I learned a lot just picking up from him just figuring it out. I, I don't know. Love it. I don't know who taught him, but by the time I got ready to drive I was really close. I, I fumbled through it probably for three or four days, and then I got it. I mean, it just because I had been around it so much. I remember my dad taking me up on uh, the hill in Burbank, which doesn't exist anymore, and you have to sit on the hill with a little yeah. bit of gas, a little bit of clutch, a little oh, bit Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, when he said we were doing that, I wanted to cry. I'm like, you I can't. You did cry. He told that story. He I told the like, story. No. You were crying because you uh, couldn't do it, and he's telling you what to do, and you're like, I can't do it's this. It's kind of like flying an airplane. <laughs> no, no. Oh, my gosh. But once I did it, I was so excited. The other thing, after I learned that, he taught me three on the tree. Because he had like a 66 you, Chevy. Yeah, you are literally maybe, I might have known one other girl my entire life that has driven a three on the tree. And I thought it was pretty easy. Oh, it was way easy. Once once I learned the stick, like the four speed. Yeah, and you, I learned, that's what I did too. I learned a three on a tree on a, on a, on a Chevy pickup way afterwards, and it was so simple. So simple. It's yeah. actually easier on the column yep. than down on the floor area, you know, down there. I thought that was so easy. But yeah, I was whipping that little truck around like crazy. So yeah, there's a do you like I said? So little props to you. You got to be there, there's <laughs> uh, there's people that are our age right now listening that have never driven a three on the tree, and all of the ones who have, not one of them's a girl. Oh wow! I'm telling you, I know these things. Well, my dad just had to introduce me to a lot of things. I was a little hesitant because I was like, didn't understand it. Like, what? And he's like, you'll get it. Just get in there. I remember one of the most valuable pieces of advice my grandfather gave me about driving a stick. He goes, at some point, you're going to stall right in the middle of the intersection. (laughs) Yes. And you're going to panic. Yes. And I said, okay. He goes, listen, when that happens, relax. Everybody around you that's honking, everybody that's around you that's being angry about it, They've all done it too. Yeah, exactly. So just realize, and there'll be people that go, that'll wave and go, go take your time, buddy, go on. And I stalled a few times the intersection. And luckily, everybody who was around me, they saw what had happened. They just waited. A couple guys turned on their hazards. No big deal. They waited for me to get situated. They knew. Yes. They'd all been in that spot before. But in, until someone tells you that if you stall in an intersection, you're going to be okay, 
until someone tells you that everyone's done it, you think no one but you has done it. Right, you exactly. think you're the only fuck up in the universe. Uh, my dad's <laughs> advice was if you ever get nervous or don't know where you're at, stick it in neutral. Yep. Just put it in, just start all over. Yep. Because if you get confused or you're not sure, just put it in neutral. You know, the, you, you know, our son, Gen Z kid, is going to learn how to drive a stick this summer. <laughs> On what? On your convertible BMW. That's so much fun. I know that little zippy car because yeah. that's an easy one to take apart. If you have to pull it out and put a clutch in, I gotta say that BMW is so fast to do it. It's a simple job. It's a fun car. Yeah, to drive. I is. think sticks are fun to drive too. They yeah, are just I just love it. Well, I play all the time. I'm going downshifting. <laughs> Two summers that you had in a row that were well, some of your most fun was in that little convertible BMW just zipping around town. It wasn't an expensive car, a little old beater. But it was clean, it was painted, and it was nice. And you just, you love zipping around in that stick with the top down. The greatest story of that, about that BMW, is that we had to get to my mom's because my mom had like a Oh my, I can't believe you're telling my this My sister emergency. left Carlsbad, California, and I left Bakersfield, California at the same time, I think, within maybe 15 minutes. Well, and she's a little further, or you're a little further than her. She's a little closer as the crow flies. Yeah, and we, I beat her. Substantially, you did. I went up over the grapevine and beat her, and I think I got to my mom's in like an hour and like ten minutes. That's the fastest I've ever. Yeah, when you got down there, um, the little the little app on your phone that tell the Life three hundred and sixty app on your phone yeah. says your average speed was eighty nine. It was beautiful. Average I was whipping in and out of everything. It was great. Had so much fun. I cannot tell your sister. She weamed your oh, ass. Yeah. She's like, I was like, I didn't care if I got a speedy <laughs> ticket. I didn't really care. No, you like, were just on there to help your mom. And that was, but boy, was you fun. broke, you broke some rules there for sure. I did, but it was fun. Yeah. You had two summers. That car was, you were zipping around town. You loved it. Yep. We'll see. All right. Last one is, uh, they asked one. So it was a uh, first time riding a skateboard, first time learning a stick. And last one was first kiss. I don't remember much about it. Do you remember where it was? Do you remember it? Uh, it was probably out in the neighborhood. Probably just, just out in the street. Well, we were probably sitting around. Like, you whore! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, on the street. Probably just sitting around, just hanging out. And then it was like, you want? Okay, hold on. Who was it? Bobby Watherspoon. Bobby Watherspoon. That sounds like an arrogant rich person's name. <laughs> he lived down at the end of the street, but we all hung out. There was always a core group of us, just like you, that always. And you, you can't there. tell me you just all of a sudden were hanging out in a group of. How old were you? I don't. How know. old were you? Uh, 12, 13. And just decided you want to kiss for me or something. I don't know, something like that. I think we liked each other, you know, kind of like we've grown up with each other, kind of thing. But I don't remember much about it, so you know, didn't light my fire. <laughs> It didn't kick my skirt up. You're supposed to be thinking about that. That's supposed to be the most exciting nah. thing at 12. No. Wow. I didn't blow my skirt up. I didn't do the pop with my leg. No, none of that. <laughs> Sorry. Wasn't that exciting? No, not even a good story. Wow. Nope, I got nothing. All right. What was yours? Well, you know my first story, but there's one you don't know before it because I've never told anybody. Oh, great. I knew there was something why you call me beautiful. See, this is all coming you, out. You think I just blanket policied this whole podcast yes, with calling did, you beautiful? Yes, you opened with that. <laughs> um, the, the story that I like to tell of the first kiss was um, a girl who went on to become, I think she was prom queen, wasn't she? Or in the court um, at our private school, Denise What, Haas. is that supposed to make it all better? 
No, no. You didn't kiss her in high school. Shut up. I'm telling you that uh, this, uh, that she became this, this, she was beautiful. She was like one of the most beautiful girls in fourth grade. <laughs> so the, the court thing, homecoming court, doesn't matter at that moment. It, it, but you're throwing it in yes, there. Yes, I'm no, throwing no, no, it no. in there. If you would have kissed her when she was on the court, homecoming court, that would have been different. But you're talking fourth grade. I'm, I'm painting the picture here, oh, okay? The, you just keep painting that she, picture. She was so beautiful in fourth grade, she became the, 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 uh, one of the great people in high school. There. Most beautiful girls in high school. All okay, right. yeah. And I don't you know. You can go with that. Keep telling yourself that. Could one. you? You're ruining my fucking story. All right. Uh, so at, at the teacher, Mrs. McBurney, lets everybody out for PE, and we all just go running out of the classroom. The teacher goes running out of the classroom. Some kids are ahead of her. Some kids are behind her, and we all run out there. And I say, you know, we got three, four, eight minutes before she gets out there on the field for PE, collects everybody, and does a head count and realizes somebody's not there so i said we got a few minutes so you have a master plan i had a master plan oh jeez! why am i not surprised i didn't think that she would kiss me so because she was you know we were nervous we were both nervous so were you guys talking about this prior like it was gonna happen kinda and what i did was she's like well i don't know i don't know i said look I could, we could just do it real quick, and then no one would know, and we can get back out to uh, PE, and everything's fine. And she's like, I don't know. You I don't manipulator. know. manipulator. So she says, um, well, can I bring Sharon Garver? <laughs> and I was like, yes. Yeah. <laughs> Two-some in fourth grade. Three-some, sorry. So I said, yeah. So then the next day, <laughs> she says, well, Sharon doesn't want to just stand there, so you have to bring somebody, too. Oh my goodness! So I brought Jeff Trainer. <laughs> I was like, Jeff, you gotta, uh, you gotta be my wingman, right? You gotta come. He's like, what? I said, yeah, you gotta do this now. If Jeff ever listens to this, which he probably does, you got it. He'll verify my story. So they, the next day, we plan this. The teacher leaves. We're all standing there up by the chalkboard, and it's kind of one of those. Well, are you gonna go first? Are you going oh first? Oh my goodness! So I think I kiss Denise. Just a quick, you know, kiss. And then Sharon kissed me. So I got my wow. first kiss was two girls, what, like in eight seconds. And then they both kissed Jeff, which pissed me off. <laughs> I was like, you know, that was not why you were here, man. That was not what you were well, doing here. It was different with another guy. And then, and there were, you know what? The bad part, there was actually a third girl there, but I can't remember who it was because she That's showed funny. up and I was like, and I don't remember, I don't remember who it was. I do remember my worst kiss ever. Okay. Ugh. It was your, horrible. Your worst one ever? Yes, I'll never forget it. Isn't that awful that we remember the worst kiss ever? I don't. I don't remember. Uh, girls, you'll understand. I don't know. You guys actually remember, you guys can remember a worst kiss? This was just horrible. Uh, All I right, was, we'll go. I was like, I cannot date you It anymore. better not be me. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. It's not you, honey. It's not you. All right. I was probably about 19 and working at the florist, and the owner's son was in town, 
and he uh, took me out a couple times, and then he kissed me, but he did that, like, suck my lips in. It was the weirdest kiss I've ever oh. had. It was like he sucked my lips. Was his was like, mouth, ah. like, way over your mouth or yeah, something? Yeah, it was kind of like he slurped me. I don't oh, know a sloppy explain. kiss. I don't even know. It wasn't even a Was sloppy. he drunk? No. Oh, he was just bad. He was just bad. It wasn't like he puckered. He, like, st- it was so weird. I can't even explain it, but it did not feel. <laughs> so I that was, like, was it. Stop. That was stop. it. <laughs> we're done. No yeah, date. Yeah, we're like, no second date. No third date. <laughs> we're done. You can't kiss. And he was a little older, too. So he was like, you know, maybe. So he should have had practice. Yeah. So I was like, ah, I'll never, ever forget that. I was like, we're, wow. we are not going out again. Do you realize that guy hears this? He's going to kill himself. He's yeah, gonna- <laughs> well, I didn't give a name, so I'm fine. But, ugh. It so, was horrible. Hopefully he got better. Yeah, no <laughs> Somebody kidding. Somebody showed him what to do or something. I don't know. So this, that was the story I give for my first kiss. Okay. Because but there's another one. Well, that was intentional. That was planned. Yeah. Okay. There was a girl who was considered at the time in fourth grade, um, all the boys thought she was not attractive. These girls were considered attractive. This girl was considered not attractive. I saw pictures of her later. Gorgeous. But at the time in fourth grade, it was like, eh. and her name was Julie, and she was Hispanic. Oh, I know who you're talking about. Okay. And one day, we were playing soccer or something as teams, and we ended up like running towards each other, trying to stop and kicking <laughs> the ball, and our faces planted lip on lip. I mean, pump. So and you're that, considering that a kiss. And then we fell over on the ground. And this is this is bef- like a month before I, my planned kiss. And we hit and we fell on the ground and hit again with our lips. Uh-huh. And sure. I, I, yeah, and I got up and I'm like, oh, sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. And she was like embarrassed. And I'm like, I hope she's embarrassed because I, we fell over, not because our lips have now touched twice <laughs> and not so bad that you not a smack like you hit and like you're holding your mouth going ow ow oh, ow you guys ow, running ow. with your lips forward <laughs> i i don't know but that's we, what i'm envisioning you're running with the puckering. no it wasn't like that but when we hit it didn't hit so hard that you're grabbing your face and asking are you okay am i okay am i do i look am i bleeding we didn't hit that hard we barely hit <laughs> so it was like that was awkward and it happened twice, once in the air, and then once we fell down. I never. I looked around thinking, oh, my God, everyone's going to say, you kissed Julie. No, I, no one knew. I've never told that story till right now. Never. Janik's dad and Julie sitting. Okay, stop. K-I-S-S-I-N-G. Stop it. I, <laughs> That's it, what they used to say in yes. So anyway, that was my, I don't know which one I consider the first, uh, which one really was. But there you go. That's 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 okay. that's my kissing story. Okay. Well, and why does my phone keep going off? Because you never turn it off. Trained professional that I am didn't even turn. You the never turn phone. it off. You will be the first recipient of the implant phone. I am no. Phone come implant. on. Oh, come for on. sure. You need that phone in your hand. You sleep with your phone. That's Who be- sleeps with their phone? I sleep with the phone because it it the the cameras go off at night. And I check the house. When the camera dings, I check the camera to see if some. I'm protecting the house. That's a good one. I cannot believe that well, you're dinging me with that. Guess what? When you got a that. phone implant, you won't have to. Wow. You'll be able to do Hydrating. That. Oh, my goodness. You hydrate more now during a podcast than you do in a live stream. <laughs> <laughs> I swear. Whatever. Uh, okay. Listen, I got to ask you a question. This has been bothering me for a week, and you were there. <laughs> 
You're full of questions today. <laughs> we we went to get the car wash, drove it through the car wash, and I was doing my usual banter with the girl that was there. Hi, sir. Would you like the full car wash? No. Would you like a month? No. And I, I don't even remember what I said. And I said, okay, I'll, you know, she goes, would you like to donate a tip to the team? And I'm like, why would I give a tip to everybody else? You're the only one out here helping us, servicing us. Yeah, I don't understand that tip business. And so I said, I'm not going to get She goes, no, 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 we did. The managers don't get it. The workers get it. It's really important. I said, okay, we'll put down $2. And she goes, thank you so much. She goes, you know, and I thought the compliment was coming because she's like, I thought she was going to say, you know, you're just a wonderful, nice man or something like that Uh because she couldn't have been more than 18. Yeah, she was young. And she looks at me and goes... You're just like a really mean Santa, or no? What no, she said? You're what's the, the opposite? Yeah, she of goes. You're the opposite of Santa. And we both sat there going, "Huh?" Now I just gave her a present. I gave a gift. I I donated two dollars. So opposite of Santa. She goes. You're just like the opposite of Santa. And she smiled. That doesn't even make sense because you gave money. If yeah. you didn't give money, you'd be the Grinch. I would be the opposite of Santa. But you gave money, so you should have been Santa, not the yeah. opposite of Santa. But I think she looked at me, and she could. She had the uh, big puffy beard I've got, and the long hair. And yeah, the dark glasses on. Dark glasses on, and I think she looked at me, and she couldn't quite bring herself to say, you're like Santa, thanks for the gift. <laughs> she almost wanted to say it, and then went, mm, you're just an awful Santa. <laughs> but she called me the opposite. What, what is I the, don't know what that means. What is the opposite of Santa? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know, but you're looking more and more like ZD Top. I, you know, we went out the other day and I went in the bathroom real quick to run a brush across my head um, before I went outside and I put my hat on and the poof of my hair was so poofy out behind my yes. ears and it matched my beard, which was poofy. I looked like one big furry thing of hair with a little bit of face sticking out the parka. middle. It looks like you have a parka. <laughs> yeah, that's what it looked like. It was looked like I had a parka on and my face was sticking out. Yeah. So um, this morning I almost forgot. That you had a podcast this morning. Oh, my goodness. You, I was so mad at you. You told me, you go, oh, by the way, you've got a podcast in 12 minutes. I'm like, what? When I woke up, I was like, I know there's something going on today. <laughs> I know there's something on the schedule today. And it just did not dawn on me. And I'm like, I know there and is. And I'm pacing myself. I got my work laid out. I know what I'm doing. I'm, I'm clocking myself. I got, so I got my whole morning planned out. I know you did. And I felt so <laughs> bad. And usually I get a reminder on my phone. I'm like, no, I know there's something. And all of a sudden, uh, the girl sent, she goes, did you get the Zoom link? And I went, oh, shit. Yeah, you like, know what was oh funny was that you didn't even say it in person. You didn't lean out of your office because I could have got your facial expressions like, oh, you fucked up. You tried to say it with confidence. You hollered at me and said, by the way, don't forget, you got your podcast, your guest spot in 12 minutes. I'm like, what? You're like, yeah, I told you about it. I go, bullshit, you did. I did. We talked about it a couple of days ago, but it's also on the work calendar. Obviously, you don't. Like I look at that calendar. Come on. And you should. I have people for that, okay? <laughs> you, you're supposed to walk in and say, sweetheart, in uh, one hour, you have your, your guest spot on the podcast. And it was a weed podcast. Yeah, so how, how it sounded good. I don't smoke weed. <laughs> But that's the whole idea. That's why she well, wanted you. You signed you, you sign me up for things that I have no knowledge, or well, very limited knowledge of. And you, it's like, we're going to sign you up for something. Like, what? What are you going to say? Electric she motorcycles. She wanted your opinion as a non-weed person. I, I get the premise of that. But and, and at the beginning, I had no fucking idea what that meant. You know, we want a non-weed person to give an opinion on weed. 
why? Why well, I don't understand, you know, what the what do you what do you want from me? But um, the podcast went well, I thought. Um, I got it feed did. I got feedback from some of the staff that listened to it, said it went pretty well. It flowed pretty smooth. Um, and she asked, I think what she was getting at, I think what she was looking for, uh, obviously a ton of people that smoke weed are in favor of everything weed related. Of course. And then she was like, and then everyone who doesn't smoke weed is against it. And she doesn't, she wants to break that stereo stereotypical view. Mm -hmm. And so I said very clearly, I said, well, I don't mind weed at all. I just don't smoke weed. Yeah. I drink whiskey. You know, and but I'm not against weed. And then we had some very, um, some very clever ins and outs on on some of the differences between old weed and new weed. And some oh yeah, of, there's and, a big difference. Yeah, there's a ton of stuff. And that ma- that makes me that scares me when there's it's just I fear for kids when they're younger trying it. Yeah, you know, and they don't they're not educated enough to know the difference. Well, and there's one there's a difference between smoking a really high quality strain of of weed uh, you know where you you've manufactured it you've bred it is is more yeah. what it is versus someone who laces weed with a chemical to give you an artificial high and to get you addicted to their weed so you come back to their store right you know kids can die from that well what i'm saying is you know, kids aren't educated enough that they need right. to buy it at a specific nope. place. Yeah. Spe- but they can't actually until they're 18. Right. But you're still, we all did it. We all right. went looking for things that we couldn't get under 18, sure. cigarettes, whatever. So now you're going to get these kids walking into the nearest, you know, gas Just, station yeah. and taking, thinking it's weed. It, well, it is weed, but you don't know. You what don't know it what is. you're going to get. It's not regulated, so you can. That there's all sorts me. of. Yeah, it's tough. That and I expressed me. that to her. I said, I don't, I don't want. Um, if you want to smoke weed, smoke weed. I don't mind. I, it I don't care. I don't care. But either. just you know, could if could, if could we regulate it enough? We regulate alcohol. We regulate cigarettes to make sure right. that there's not bad shit in there. You know, super bad chemical but how shit. How can you? There's so many different manufacturers out there. You how know? you can by by regulating it the same way that you do everything else. Believe me, when there's money in it, the government finds a way to get their hand in the kitty. Yeah, I guess the food and drug or what tobacco? Who would be in charge of? Uh, it would have to be yeah, tobacco. It go. I would have to go into that. Maybe food and drug in general, but. They, they, or they can create a new I was going to say, they can do a whole Government's new thing. famous for making government yeah. bigger. They'll have That's no problem with that. That's the only thing that scares me is that. I mean, once you become 18 and over, you probably start paying more attention to what it is. It's just like the vaping thing. Yeah. So many kids, Gen Z kid tells me so many kids, like freshmen coming in are yeah, vaping. vaping. And they have no idea what they're doing. They're putting a chemical in their body. I know, like, but they, even our daughter, we have a daughter who vaped. I don't know if she still does, but she vaped forever and kept telling me, no, I've read every chemical that's in this and you're wrong. It's just water, flavored water vapor. And then six months later, the exact brand <laughs> yeah. that she was vaping turns out to be, they pulled it from the shelves because it was giving kids brain tumors and shit. It was bad. She kept telling us it's not addictive. Yeah, full I'm of like, shit. Yes, it is. That's why she couldn't quit because it's not addictive. Yeah, that stuff just scares me. There's just too much stuff out there. Well, the more you tell kids not to, no, the like more they, they want to go. Want to do it. So so it's crazy. so we're done with anniversary. Okay, hold on. Yeah, anniversary. Since we'll talk about the anniversary thing real quick, since we touched on it a little bit. So to be fair, 
I know you were laughing, but I was pissed the other morning. <laughs> I finally got. Now, no matter what happens in our personal life, no matter what happens in our marriage, once a year, whether you like it or not, Big Daddy going to get we some. We have to consummate the marriage. <laughs> That's right. I get a little badonkadonk. Yes. So the other morning, I'm three minutes in, doors locked, TV's on loud. <laughs> I'm three minutes in, and the kid comes pounding on the door. Dad, I got to talk to you. Dad, it's really important. Dad, dad, I'm like, fucking way. He goes, ah, dad, 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 dad. So get out of him, pants on, go to the door. It turns out he had a fairly significant situation going on. Yeah, it was. It did need attention. But fuck me, man. I wait a whole year for this shit. And then and it can, the moment and gone. it's gone. And you're just like, no, then you had your chance, big boy. You know, and I like I said, I was three minutes in and just and then he pounds on the door. Three minutes is pretty good. That's like a marathon for you. I can't believe you just said that. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Uh, oh, I'm just laying it out there. I that's don't you think you can't. Wow. I'm a little frustrated and angry that you just said that. That is not a marathon for me. That was just getting the ball rolling. Okay. Well, um, just, I, I think uh, you, 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 you're, 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 you're making me look bad. In front of my friends. At three minutes, you could have been finished. Don't say you that. Be mad. Don't say that. You could have been more efficient, like you said. I I can be very efficient if I need to. I am very efficient. This was not efficiency. No, it Th wasn't. <laughs> You're right. It wasn't. I don't want to talk about this anymore. You now made me look terrible in front of all my friends. Hey, you brought it up. I was trying to bring up the kid thing. I wasn't trying to bring up. If, yeah, efficiency or whatever. I wasn't talking about that part. I, the focus of the conversation was supposed to be on the idiot kid interrupting. That's you, not you, where you, that went. No, it, you back. You turned a corner, and I can't come back now. Well, I'm really sorry. You're not even one. The look on your. <laughs> you're not sorry. You're not even one bit sorry. Aww. I don't like it when you do this. I, you you pick on me in the podcast. I'm going to get people that are going to get sympathy letters. I'm going to get sympathy Somebody's letters Somebody's got to put up with you. Somebody's <laughs> got to put baby in a corner. Okay. <laughs> and that's my you, job. You are so full of shit right now. No, I don't think so. Can we move on? Can we talk about some? Here, let me talk about a topic that pisses you off. Uh, the studio's still not done. I know. Shut up. <laughs> Although there was progress today. Well, I don't know whether we told, we told a lot of the people, but they they. They didn't put the nuts on the bolts. The inspector comes out. They had one job to bolt the, the studio down to the ground. And they put the straps on. They put the threads on. They put the brackets on. And they, they, they just needed to take the nut in their hand and spin <laughs> it onto the threaded bolt. Yeah, I'm And it was I'm, laying next to it. I'm, I'm glad I'm not going to be working out there. It was laying next to it. I took a picture. I'm like, I sent the picture to Tough Shit. I'm like, are you fucking kidding? Luckily, the inspector was cool. He says, he, he came out here and I'm standing out there with him. He looks down. He goes, 
I'm here to inspect the straps. You, they literally didn't spin the nut on it. Unbelievable. And I said, dude, he goes, I'm going to pass it. But when I come back, fucking put the nuts on there. There's washers. They put the washers on and just let the nuts sit there. Yeah, I, I'm really glad I don't have to work <sighs> out there because I don't know if that building sound. <laughs> it's cursed. <laughs> it must be cursed. It may cursed. fall down on you or something. So they came out today, though, and they, yes, did, they, did. they put the nuts on there and they torqued them down. And then they finished assembling the door and the roof and the shingles and all that. And I went out and looked. They're done now. Now the final inspection, the, the guy will just come out and go, okay, you got shingles and a door. You're done. Uh, but there's something I'm not happy with. The paint. How did you know that? How because did you I know? was going to bring up the story because our daughter was here and we were watching him paint. Yeah. And both of us were like, oh, he's doing that so fast. And then he nicked the red. He put white on the red paint. Here's here, There's two things. They didn't cover up all the holes, the little holes. That oh, was one. Jesus. And here's the other one. And I know this is going to sound totally stupid. Nitpicky. Yeah, nitpicking. First world problems, okay? I get it. But in the morning, when the sun hits this, this building in the morning with their paint, the top half and the bottom half are two completely different colors of red. I don't want to know that. If you walk out there tomorrow morning when you go out to do your chickens and stuff, um, you look at the at the side that faces the the BMW and all that down yes. the side of the house. Yes. That side especially. Two uh, you're gonna make me cry. different colors. Of, I'm going to make them fix it. I'm going to make... We're <sighs> so close. Please come paint this all one color. It's just two different colors of red. This was not supposed to be this hard. No. We've been doing... You realize I thought we were going to be done with this project last October. Yes, I know. And here we are. I know. I know. It's like, it just makes me want to cry. The joy has has been taken from a lot of this project. When it drags on this long, you just don't care anymore. I don't. At this point, I, I just kind of I'm still excited. I really am. But I'm, I understand, you know, where you're at. Because you'd like, who cares anymore? You know, when someone says, hey, we're going to be done in a week. You're like, Yeah, so. but I'll believe it when I see it. That's yeah. how I feel. There's, it just. Uh. Also, I'm not, a, I'm not a chicken guy. But I'm going to beg you to do something with your chickens. Okay. I know. I just thought of it just now. You, you've, you've done a miracle with that chicken that had the broken leg. You well, know, I don't know what. I don't think it was broken, but it was close. The chicken couldn't walk. Yes, that you is had right. to physically hand feed and hand water that chicken for almost three weeks. No, it's been longer than that. It's probably six right now. And no, no, hand feed it where you oh, had to okay. walk up yeah. and physically put food in your fingers. At least two weeks, you did that every day. You walked. It couldn't. It wouldn't even go across the little thing, the little the no. little house to get to the stuff. No. So you fed it. You watered it by hand. Then it started moving. Then it started walking. Now it's moving. It's limping. Yes. Now, we you let it out for a minute, and it could it could kind of walk and flop around, and the other chickens attacked it. They were gonna peck it to fucking death. And you grabbed a stick and were beating the shit out of the other chickens. <laughs> I was, no. Yes, you were. I've got that on oh, film. Oh, no, I wasn't. And uh, you got the chickens away. You saved it. And now you're getting ready because now it's moving around pretty good. Yes, it is. It's been in rehab. Yeah, she's for out of six the cage weeks or so. Walking around. But if she's still limping, don't you think the other hens are going to sense that and just kick the shit out of her until she's dead again? Uh, depends on how. I'm watching to see how fast she can move. If she can keep up with the other chickens, even with a limp, then I'm probably good with that. I, this is where I'm begging you. I'm begging you, please. You've done so much. This is this is the, this is my quest. Please, you've done so well with this chicken. I don't know when to return it. 
but please don't do it too soon. I just don't want those other ones bitting the shit out of you. You've done so well with it. I'm going to have to pick a day where I can be out there for a little bit to watch and see see how this goes. I looked it up online. And there's no there's no set rule for when can a chicken go back with the other chickens. There's not even anybody's advice. I wouldn't know what to fucking do. No, you, you try to make it act as normal as you can, and then hope that the other ones don't kill it. Yeah, the plus is there's no blood showing. For some reason, chickens have that have a sense for blood, and they could go and just. Are you kidding me? Yeah, that's what I I've read. So if they get a nick or get into a fight or whatever, yeah. The chicken that is bleeding or showing blood, they'll just attack it. They get vicious. Wow. So it's just a limp, but she's moving around and is able to go to the water dish and able to go to the food. So yeah, right. she's doing much better. Well, I just have to be out there to oversee it a little bit. I'm just saying, keep it up. You did a great job. You saved that bird completely. Yeah, and one other thing is she went like a whole month without laying. And then she just now started, started laying. laying again. So that's yeah. a really good sign. That's another one. I've never taken care of a sick bird before. No. You ha- d- so this, this is, is like my first first, uh, first time. It was great. It was oh, really yeah. great. But anyways, so you want to tell everybody about our uh, adventure at Tahoe Joe's, the restaurant we love here in town? Didn't I talk about that on a live stream a little bit when I was drunk one night? Yeah, I think you probably, <laughs> I'm, sure you've, I, I'm sure you've spoke about everything. But it was the first time that you've ever... Sent back a steak. I have never had a steak taste. I mean, even hold, when. Hold on, hold on. Let me start by saying. What? We went there for prime rib day. Hold on. <laughs> he says to me, he goes, we got to go because it's prime rib day. I said, is it really? And he goes, yeah, we got to go. We ha- we got to go. So we went for nicely, an early dinner. I was taking you to dinner. I We're was getting doing, old. So we went to Sweetheart, let's go to prime rib day. Let's. I'll buy you prime rib. <laughs> so wait. So wait. <laughs> So we're ordering, and I went, prime rib. I I like a good prime rib. Yeah. I'm good. So we're sitting there, and he goes into this whole spiel with the uh, waitress with the waitress <laughs> going, it's prime rib day. She goes, I didn't know anything about that. And so he looks it up on his phone, and it was <laughs> the day before. <laughs> I'm like, so we're really not this on prime rib This is after I day. berated her for like, how could you not know it's prime yes. rib day? You're at a steakhouse. You're not even doing your oh job. My gosh. It's I National was- Prime Rib Day. We're here for National Prime Rib Day. You you work at a steakhouse? You don't even know that? It was pathetic. And then I looked it up and it was the day before. I was like, fuck. Unbelievable. <laughs> so anyway, <laughs> That lady just shook her head at me like, you dumbass. We ended up getting prime rib. Yeah. And mine was good. It was it was okay. I mean, it, I've had better, but it was okay. My I was eating it. And then I noticed... You're not eating yours I, at all. I know. And I was like, this is kind of weird. I thought, okay, are you okay? Like, Well, and I told you, I said, look, it's not good. It's not, it's not very good at all. The, it's, 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 it's like cold, and it was really weirdly chewy. Hmm. It, just, it was odd. I was like, ah. Oh. And I had like three bites, and I, and I didn't complain. I have never, in the no. history of our relationship, I have never sent a steak back. No, but I was like, dude, you need to like. Tell them. And I was like, no, it's fine. I'll just eat the other garnishments around there, some potatoes and stuff. I'll just eat that. That's an Walmart. expensive piece of meat. I there. know that, but I just, I'm not a guy who sends food back. I don't complain. But you did. Well, because you made me. You brought the guy, the oh, lady listen, over. I made him. Yeah, I twisted his arm right there in the restaurant, took him down on the floor, told him you're going to tell Okay, him. Don't, don't be an asshole about it. You didn't do that, but you did grab the girl's attention and say, his steak's not good. What was that? I had to speak then. Yes. You set me up. Don't act like I did this. I didn't flag her down. But they need to know 
Because you don't want the next people down the road. To I get got the it, but I'm just I I never want to be known as the guy who's because we've all been to restaurants where they go. You, there's a lady sitting next to you. Oh, this isn't good. This doesn't taste right. Send this back. Send that back. And we all know people that do that kind of shit. So I'm telling you that what I did was, and I you you set me up for this, but I talked to the the waitress and I said, listen, I'm not totally complaining. I wasn't going to eat it. I wasn't going to complain. I was just going to, but it doesn't. And so she looked at me and I showed her, I like cut it open and I said, that just doesn't taste right. It's first of all, when it got to me, it was cold. It wasn't, I, I want to say room temperature at best. And I didn't understand that because we were like one of the only people in there because we got those so early, you know, and there, there's cold. It didn't taste good. Yours, yours tasted great, but there I am sitting on mine, trying to figure mine out and, uh, and it's no good. So she took it back. And as soon as she did, the manager came out and he was grilling me like, well, what was wrong? Was that? I said, oh, here we go. And he almost wanted me to fill out a chart and a survey. I didn't need to. I didn't need to fill out a chart. Didn't need to fill out a survey. I wasn't trying to make a big deal. I wasn't trying to make a commotion about it. But now you have made a big deal about it. You have called the waitress over who made a big deal about it. She called the manager over who made a big deal about it. I'm thinking the next person to come out is going to be the chef and go, what the fuck's wrong with my steak? I'm like, I'm not trying to, I wasn't trying to say shit. Yeah, but. I'm just trying to. You needed to say something. So they asked me if I wanted another one. I said no. I like their sliders. They had those little yes, steak sliders. They said, yeah. well, how about just let me have a couple of those? And they gave you a free dessert. I, I'm not that guy who demands like take it back and give me everything for free. I never say shit like that. Right. And I get why you wanted me to do it. So in the middle of this, between this is the part of the story that I'm having trouble with. Okay, because now you and I are not on the same page. I'm upset you forced me to do this because I don't normally do it. And you're like, yeah, they got to know. You just got to tell them and you're just mowing down your food. Just go ahead, tell them. And I'm like, no, in between the waitress coming and going and the manager coming and going, I had a Coke <laughs> in a big mason jar. Yes, you did. And they, they don't give you a real straw. They give you those fucking little cocktail straws. Now, they're not the tiny red ones. But they're close. They're black. Yeah, they're they're between like a regular size straw and a stirring straw. Yeah, or something. Yeah. And you can't you can't fucking suck out of them at all. I Ooh. can't. <laughs> Don't get all sexual on me. I saw what you did there. I was going. You were going to say, say you were going to say I can. How would you know? Yeah. So I'm I'm mad at you. I'm still kind of arguing with you. I can see her coming. I know I have a tickle in my throat. I'm starting to cough a little bit. So I grab my Coke real quick before her and the manager arrive at the table. And I start sucking out of the straw. It's already too fucking small. And all of a sudden, the straw sucks up a piece of ice. Now the ice is stuck to the end of my straw. I'm sucking like a mad dog. I'm, it's like I'm trying to suck start a 747. <laughs> and it's not working. And I'm, my tickle in my neck is starting to make me cough. So now I'm trying to, my body is trying to convulse and cough out. I'm still trying to suck the Coke in to hit the, to, so my, I don't cough. The straw ain't doing nothing but collapsing on this ice cube. And you're looking at me, and instead of having, I'm, I'm running out of air. I'm literally running out of air. My eyeballs are starting to, 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 cause I won't give up. I'm yeah, not, but you didn't do the universal signal for choking. No, but I wouldn't, you know, any rational person would have stopped sucking on the fucking straw and moved it. And I wasn't giving up. I'm like, I wanted to finish what I was doing. So that turned into your problem then. But you didn't, you, problem. you knew I was having a little bit of an issue there. And you looked at me with a look like, what are you doing? 
You looked like I was disturbing your fucking dinner because well, you I was. Were. I was choking. I could have been dying. <laughs> Again, you did not do the universal symbol for choking. Which is what? Putting your hands up against your throat. I was holding a mason jar. So you could let go of it, right? Oh, here we go. So again, my fault. Wouldn't let go of the straw. Wouldn't let go of the mason jar. Wouldn't tell the waitress your steak was bad. I, I was just, you know what, according I to you. I just wanted to be me. I was a horrible date, according to you. That's what I it was. I said that. You did. You made fun of how I, I fucked up in front of the waitress on National Prime Rib Day. <laughs> then you made, you forced me to take it back like I wasn't doing the right thing and send it back. And then I'm choking and you look like I'm actually irritating you. you oh. So you so you tell me how those that correlates to, no, 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 you were a great date. So it, I guess we got to do a date again. I don't want to go anywhere with you. <laughs> wow. <laughs> So <laughs> that's bullshit. So this is kind of you have no idea what I'm going to talk about right now at all. Okay. So while you were talking about your Tahoe Joe experience, the doorbell rang, right? Yeah, a couple times or yeah. the sensor thing. The yeah. sensor thing. So I go out. Wait till you see. There is a military lockbox with a lock on it on our front porch. A military lockbox. Yes. I don't know what's in it. I'm scared. <laughs> well, who dropped? Did you see anybody the, out there? Yeah, the post office dropped oh, it off. Oh, it wasn't like some stranger did it. No, the post office dropped it off, but it literally has a lock on it, a combination lock, and it's a military tack box Where's the, sitting on it. Like and three it's feet long or something? -in -law. What? Like three feet long or yeah, something? Yeah, three, four feet long. And um, it has our, our son-in-law's name on it. Oh, you know what that is? What? He remember he came back from his deployment in Japan, and he gave his wife some gifts. He gave you some gifts. He gave his daughter some gifts, and oh, he yeah. says, "I didn't get you anything, sir. Being I'm the father-in-law, but it's coming. I had to smuggle it out, but it'll be here." Well, it's sitting on our porch. But I gotta go take a picture. But if of it's it got just, a combination lock, yeah, it's kind of freaky. I was like, I looked at it because it wasn't a package. There is a package. Yeah. First of all, there's a package. Regular and I said, package. okay, a regular package, brown box. Yeah. And all of a sudden, I look down and there's this black lock box. <laughs> I'm like, that wasn't there before. Three feet long with a combination yeah, lock on it. There's a wow. combination lock on it. I can't even imagine what he had to smuggle out of. I'm kind of scared. I'm excited. <laughs> I'm, I'm not scared, man. As long as I know it's not sarin gas, I'm good to go. Oh, my gosh. So you'll, you have a little surprise waiting for you on the porch. Or maybe a big surprise. Maybe it's your Singapore hooker. <gasps> oh, my God. I forgot about that. Yeah. You never know. Do you realize how cool that would be if he got me a Singapore hooker? Oh my God! I from, mean, direct from Japan, Japan. Direct from Japan, even though Singapore. I know it's but not, still but same thing. From the Orient, as they used to say in the fifties. Right. Yeah. You can't say that anymore. Why Orient? Yeah, you so, can't say Oriental anymore either. It has to be Asian. Why? Because it's politically correct. But isn't isn't Asia like China, Vietnam, Cambodia, Philip? Isn't that it's the, all encompassing? Right. So you say isn't it Asia. the Orient? Isn't they that still? Don't call it that anymore. Well, we call it Asian, Asia, but Asian I, Right, country. it's Eastern Asia, right? But I wouldn't, no, it isn't even Eastern Asia, it's Western Asia. Yeah, it's West, East, West, no, it's Eastern Asia, that's right, Eastern Asia, but 
That used to just be called the Orient. I didn't know that stopped. And if you were from there, as a general terminology, you would call them an Oriental because it could be an Asian person from any of those countries if you didn't know what country they were from. Can't say that anymore. But the Orient sounds so cool. I'll make you a list. Okay. Of of shit I can't say? Yes. Well, that'd be mighty white of you. (laughs) (laughs) I know. I can't say that either. No, you can't say that either. Christ. Good job there, babe. Ah, uh, well, either way, I didn't, I didn't, um, I won't say Oriental. I'm going to look that up because now I'm mad that you can't say it. There's no reason not to say that. I mean, what is there like six guys that got mad? They became offended and now I can't say it. Who knows? I was corrected of that when I was working like a few years ago. You can't say Oriental. Yes, that's wow. correct. Yeah, you- which really hurts your feelings because when you get drunk around Christmas time, you call them ornamentals. <laughs> which is totally hilarious. I know. That's so wrong. It's racially improper. I don't fucking care, We're man. probably it's, in trouble now. It's humor. It's a fucking know, joke, man. I know. Everybody should laugh about My it. My God, I don't give a shit. If you can't laugh at some stuff like that, you really don't want to hang out with me in my backyard during a barbecue. No. Mm-mm-mm. You should be able to laugh at stuff like that. Racial humor is some of the funniest humor it is. ever. It's hilarious. It's hilarious. All right. It's so funny. So where are we? Are we almost done? There's no list. Yeah, we're, and when you run out of shit to say, you know when we're done is I when... I run out of sh- shit to say. Yeah, and when you take off the headphones, then we're done. I'm more done. Just like you walked out on my live stream last night. Oh, I was done. You, I mean, you literally walked out, and I looked. The sheets had stopped running, and I look up, and you're walking across the living room, and I'm like, um, what you are you doing? You told me an hour, and you started early. So what is you it, punishment? It, was it you're punishing me? Like you clock out and that's it? I, yeah, I was on the clock. You said an hour. I was done. Okay. Then as the boss, you're not You are done. not the boss. Then how was I dictating to you how long it was going to be? You told the boss it was going to be an hour. <laughs> oh, you turned that around nicely and fast, too. You're welcome. I'll give you credit for that. All right. All right. So I'm out, people. It's been great. Another oh. week podcast done. Yeah. Thanks for listening to our crazy antics. It's just, you know. This has got to be, this is, it's got to be, I, people are going to just go, what the fuck is wrong with the two of you? <laughs> I know. In one week, all this happens. I don't know. It's there's, crazy. I'm sure there's stuff we left out. I really think there is. I'm sure there is. Oh, wait, one more thing real quick. The kid went to Disneyland and I got one of the best pictures I've ever got. Remember, he went with his chick, right? Yes. She got a little button that says, I love you. Yes. He got a little button in the Star Wars land that says, I know. I love that. That I is, that was what, a, what a cool move. He had this smug look in the picture like, yeah, I Han Soloed her. <laughs> he, <laughs> brought right. her he brought his ball something home. He brought you home a... Oh, yeah, I got a Pirates of the Caribbean pin. And really I got cool. a Mary Poppins, an actual Mary Poppins. Yeah, a real pin. one from yeah. Disneyland. Yeah, he did good. That was very cool. He's maturing. He is coming along. He is. All right, honey, say goodbye to everybody. Goodbye, everybody. And like that, whew, she's gone. Well, uh, I was trying to keep it under an hour, and it looks like we did, and I didn't have any cuts or breaks in it. I also got to get off my big, fat, natural, white ass and walk out and see what's in the footlocker, because now I have no idea what's going on. And I, I, I don't care if I have the combination. I got a torch. That motherfucker's coming open. 
<laughs> oh, don't even give me shit. You guys would be doing the same thing. There's a bunch of dudes out there right now nodding their heads going, yep, I'm not sitting around waiting for a, a combination to appear in my mailbox. No, you're just going to get out there and find out what's in it. You put the box on my property, it becomes mine. I'm going to do what I want with it. Listen, you guys, thank you for listening. Thank you for taking time with us. If you had to waste an hour of your time, thank you for wasting it with Gen X Talks. So wherever you're listening from around this planet, AM, FM, Sirius XM, or somewhere perhaps on the Armed Service Radio Network, we want to say thank you to all of you. Remember, wherever you go, there you are. And one thing's for sure, I'll catch you guys on the flip side. <laughs>